0: Listen to NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
2: Ole Miss fans, fasten your seatbelts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. Let's play, fellas.
3: Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Hotty toddy, Rebel Nation. Welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Uh, Once again, we kind of got a little split, uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it, split crew. Yancey's at home. He's going to join us at 6.05. And then uh, later on, we'll have Coach Mike Clement, the hitting coach for baseball. And at 6.30, we'll have uh, Kermit Davis Jr. So we've got a packed show tonight and uh, a little announcement uh, because of the lack of Old Miss Sports, uh, this will be the last show of this fiscal year. We usually end at the end of May, uh, but th- there's just nothing going on. <laughs> so, I mean, a little bit of virtual recruiting and, uh, you know, some things like that. But uh, they're not worthy of a Rebel Yell hotline, in our opinion. Uh, we're going to give our sponsors a break. Everybody's hurting right now. Uh, Advertising dollars are are tight, um, and uh, we're just going to hold off. We'll be back in August. Uh, Hopefully, good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, as they say, and uh, just take it from there. In the meantime, everybody, please, please, please stay safe. A little bit of good news today before we go to our first break. Um, Patrick Willis was named to the... uh, NFL team of the decade from 2010 to 2019 as an inside linebacker, much deserved for the former Ole Miss Rebel All-American. And our colleague, Mr. David Johnson, the last three days, people, has gotten some good news. Um, He's improving. Baby steps, obviously. He's still on a ventilator, still in critical condition, but there's cautiously optimistic reports from the doctors in charge of his uh, case and trying to get him well Um, thousands of people have sent prayers david's way Um, friday it 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 looked kind of bleak based on the doctor's reports Uh, but over the weekend and and today He's made improvement. Uh, we're not going to say giant improvement. Baby steps, obviously, as I said. But uh, improvement is is not going the other way, and uh, uh, we're we're appreciative of all the the prayers. Uh, got a GoFundMe page set up for his family. His family's doing okay. Ashley, his wife, uh, contracted the coronavirus, but she's had very minor symptoms symptoms, and is basically over it now uh son Eli who plays center for Ole Miss football has not had any symptoms a uh, daughter Sydney who's a sophomore at Ole Miss has had no symptoms and little Tory Kate uh six-year-old first uh kindergarten five-year-old kindergarten student at Bramlett Elementary has not shown any symptoms either so prayers to them as well I know this has been a tough time for them but uh you know, maybe maybe there's a little light at the end of the tunnel. We certainly hope so and praying so. And we certainly appreciate all y'all's prayers. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Y'all Hotline. Hang tight. That baby talk. Did me dead. right off my feet.
2: How, 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 how. Baby!
4: Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new road.
5: If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT-G056 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT-G056 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. There's a lot of noise when it comes to 5G. We are 5G ready. We're 5G-ish.
6: At CSPIRE, we're not playing their game. The fact is, 5G doesn't always mean 5G speeds. But thanks to our exclusive fiber technology and hundreds of millions invested in network updates, we can deliver 5G speeds right here, right now. Discover the difference at cSpire.com 5G speeds. CSPIRE, customer inspired. Details at cspire.com. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality visit firstsouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi
2: Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline.
3: Mm. Rhino, a little bit of Blue Oyster Cup. Good oh yeah, job, buddy. Good job, buddy. All right, we're joined now by my co-host, Mr. Yancey Porter, who's like all of us, if he's smart, is laying low at his house. <laughs> um,
7: <laughs> Putting up tidbits, as I speak.
3: Yeah, how you feeling, buddy? Everybody okay in your family?
7: Feeling good. Everybody's doing okay. So so uh, keep your fingers crossed for everybody and everybody else. But so far, so good.
3: Good, good. Um, before we get into football, I saw where Kermit got a uh, commitment, and he won't be able to talk about him at six thirty because he won't. The kid won't sign until April fifteenth, and you can't. Coaches can't talk about him until they sign. But what do you know about Mr. Davincio Vaughn?
7: Well, he's the guy that this, the 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 bill of what Kermit's looking for, Chuck. He said he needed a big physical guard that can go up and rebound. And uh, get a big physical front court player. So uh, one of the chat boxes has been checked. Is uh, excuse me, one box has been checked. There, six five, two ten. Chuck, averaged six point eight rebounds, fourteen point eight points. Good, good three point shooter. Um, averaged forty point eight percent for the season, which is very solid. And um, but you'll notice watching this film, the guy loves to attack the rim. By that, I don't mean only rebounding. He loves, he, he's a slasher. He loves to go at the rim hard. A lot of dunks, a lot of dunker type guys. And you add him, um, you know, with the kid, uh, Joiner, Joyner, um, you know, out of Oxford that has a lot of the same playing style, loves to attack the rim, plays above the rim a lot. gonna so give Ole Miss a, a lot of versatility down there from just, you know, not not settling for a half court game, shoot for three. Some guys that can really attack the rim.
3: Is um, Matthew Murrell, the freshman they signed? Is he in that same mode?
7: He is. He's a different size. Uh, Murrell is six two. Um, you know, one hundred eighty five pounds. Um, you know, he's not a two hundred ten, six five, six six guard. Um, you know, he, he Matt. He, he's a special player. Obviously, he's the highest rated player that old Miss. Ever signed, so um, that you know, let you know about his skill set. But uh, he does like to attack the rim, Chuck. He, that's another guy right there. So really, you got three guards now that can really take it to the hole and create off their dribble. And that's that's something they really miss. And, and somebody with some size too, like uh, like Dementio. He's a guy, Chuck, that also is from Jackson Callaway. Then he went off to prep school. His, uh senior year prep uh, and then ended up signing up there at riders so uh, he's coming back home for his last year as you said I uh, saw a good little video interview him up on Twitter and he's pumped up he's excited and uh, you could tell he's a you know he kind of looks like um, KJ you know but six five but just big broad shoulder guy um, when you watch his film you'll be excited about him
3: all right all right so a lot of, uh, I noticed on Twitter, uh, the, the football staff is, uh, doing what they're calling virtual recruiting. I'm sure every staff in America is doing that. Uh, I yep. guess they're Skyping and FaceTiming and whatever kids all over the place, but they're, uh, they, they go from state to state and they tweet about it. And it's pretty interesting to try to keep up with it. What, what's your take on that? Is just basically all they can do?
7: That, that That's right. I mean, but it's just like when a coach walks up in that school, usually at this time of the year you have we're in the evaluation period right now where colleges or the coaches can go to their school. They'll meet with the um, academic advisor, the principal. They'll go over the kids' grades, and they'll get them on on a Skype or, or Zoom or whatever you want to call it. they are calling it virtual tour. It just means technology-driven, basically, Um So they'll Skype with them or or Zoom, like I said, and, you know, talk about their grades. And during the school, towards the end of the school, they'll get the high school coach on, and then they get the players on that they're recruiting out of that school. And they go over plays, and they take a virtual tour of their college. You know, they'll show them a little video production of the College of Ole Miss, and how things are done, practices, all that kind of stuff. So you're trying to you're trying to keep things as normal as possible for them. So instead of being face to face with them, you're just on a phone or a computer.
3: A lot of offers they're putting out, I notice on Twitter, a lot of kids Cons. saying old Miss offered me today and you know there's hardly a day that goes by there's not seems like eight or ten kids that are saying offered by Old Miss.
7: Yeah, that Chuck, I think there's been over fifty offers since the virtual recruiting as they call it has started and we're talking about about eight days now so uh there's been you know about five seven eight offers every day and not there's a lot of younger guys but there's a lot of 2021 prospects robin seniors uh just got off the phone with malik neighbors out of uh lafayette louisiana he's a four-star guy that uh Jeff Levy spoke to today, loved this game compared to the DK Metcalf and the way that he can go up and get the ball. He's got offers from Oklahoma, Georgia, LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama, you name it. But, um, he said that he, as soon as this, uh, you know, the CB19 um, virus is, is passed through when they can start taking the visits, he's going, he told the staff at Ole Miss he'd come over here and check it out. But he said he grew up watching it and always loved the NWOs and, uh, you know, so there's uh, there's a lot of guys being offered, a lot of new guys, a lot of guys that they're, you know, touching base with that they had offered in the past. Again, you're just trying to keep it as normal as you can in a, in a period that really is not that normal.
3: All right, so last question. Yes, we have got about a minute to go before the break. Uh, okay. Mississippi State transfer Fabian Lovett. I know that Deke Adams was there last year, coached him. Uh, yeah, you know, Ole Miss's defensive line coach now. Uh, does that put us in pretty good shape with Fabian? Uh, or, or well, right, right
7: now it looks like Chuck, that his dad is kind of handling his recruitment. He's kind of speaking for the media, and the only thing that he's really said, you know, publicly, is that Tennessee and Ole Miss have been in contact since Fabian put his name in the transfer portal just a, two days ago. So, Ole Miss has definitely been in contact, we're gonna see where it goes from here. He's a 6'3", 230-pound guy, someone that could play tackle in the 4'3", or nose guard in the 3'4". 230? You mean State 330?
3: 330. 3'3". Yeah, you said 230. You mean 330, right?
7: 330, correct.
3: Yeah, okay. All right. Hey, Yancey, thank you a lot, buddy. Stay safe. Thank you. Job. Right, buddy. See you later. Yancey Porter with all recruiting information. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors. On the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel your hotline hang tight.
4: Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24/7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland. To test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, Find a new road.
5: If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander ht go 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander ht go 56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. There's a lot of noise when it comes to 5G. We're 5G ready. We're 5G-ish. At
6: CSpire, we're not playing their game. The fact is, 5G doesn't always mean 5G speeds. But thanks to our exclusive fiber technology and hundreds of millions invested in network updates, we can deliver 5G speeds right here, right now. Discover the difference at cspirecom 5G speeds. CSpire, customer inspired. Details at seaspire.com.
5: A Vanekins diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. A Vanekins mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow! When you want to say forever, say it with class. Say it with love. But most of all, say it with a Vanekins diamond because you know she's worth it. Van Atkins Jewelers store downtown New Albany or vanakens.com.
2: This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yale Hotline. The lines are open at 888 808 8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yale Hotline.
3: All right, welcome back. Cannon Motors Mississippi Railway Hotline. We're very pleased now to be joined by hitting coach Mr. Mike Clement, Ole Miss baseball. Mike, how you doing, buddy? First of all, how are you and how are your family? Y'all staying safe?
8: Yes, sir. We are. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, everything. Uh, obviously, it's slowed down a little bit, but uh, you know, better, uh, be- better safe. And I know it hits, it's real close to home with y'all with with David. And there are some things uh, that we've learned real quick that are that are way more important than baseball.
3: No, no, no doubt about it. But, um, so, so I'm just going to put you on the spot instantly. Okay, Mike. You got it. D- try to get into this NCAA ruling about eligibility and, and all the facets of it and how you're going to manage the roster and the scholarship situation. Just give us, give us some outline of that thing.
8: Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, I guess uh a week ago today the NCAA came out. Uh I'll be real honest with you guys like I told Ben last week. Uh it's it's some good news. And and that's the first time in a long time that the NCAA has come down with some good news. Um and so <laughs> yeah. I give them a ton of credit. And uh everybody uh freshmen to seniors that was on the 2020 roster um got their year of eligibility back. And so um they did the right thing. They did right by the kids and uh, by the student athletes
1: and
8: um it it, it in an otherwise tough moment um, you know it was a it was a jolt of confidence almost uh for our guys and for our staff, so we're excited about that now to the second part of your question about roster management and all of that we're in a unique situation because we were so young as you all know um, and I don't think it hits us nearly as hard as it would have say a year ago, you know because Let's say there's a five-round Major League Baseball draft last year. Now you're talking about having Caracy back and Zabowski back and Cooper Johnson back and Houston Ross back. Um, and now all of a sudden you have, you have an issue because you've got Hayden Dunhurst coming in um, that we, with essentially Cooper Johnson's scholarship, and, but, but Cooper Johnson's back. And you see where I'm going with that. Um, we would have a mess on our hands. The unique thing about this year um, is we only have four seniors, and we have two um, what we would call uh, guys that we we would just to be frank go out and spend their money because of the draft, and that's Keenan and Sir Video. Um, now, uh, where we get into a unique situation is with Keenan and Sir Video both getting a year back. That gives them kind of ultimate leverage as far as the draft goes, because they could come back and still have still be geniuses, so they still have that leverage. But I think it's kind of business as usual for us just because the incoming guys are what they are. The seniors are exempt from our scholarship and from uh, the roster limits. So uh, we were fortunate that we're in this unique year where I don't know how much um, headache we're going to have from an accounting standpoint with, with scholarship stuff. I think we're in a pretty good position just because we got fortunate that the year that this happened, um, we had a really young group mostly freshmen and
3: sophomores so so let's just say keenan and servideo want to come back do you you still get to use their scholarship money on someone new and, (laughs) and keep them
8: um well the short answer to that is no um we if they want to come back we're not going to turn them away and they'll have a scholarship um and we'll figure it out um just managing the roster, and you know, there's there's always some attrition that happens anyway um, with 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 what happens uh, as far as you know wanting to move on and go to junior college, right? Um, and 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 those things that happen every year at every school. Um, but but yes, we're never going to turn those two away. You know, they know as they sit where they're at, you know, in Jupiter, Florida, and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, right now. Um, that if, if they don't get what they want from a from a Major League Baseball draft standpoint, um, that we're excited to have them back and, and on some way, uh, recruit them a little bit to, 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 to make that decision to come back this way.
3: You know, it seems to me like the, the, the NCAA could really put icing on the cake if they would say, okay, however many scholarships – Tyler and Anthony and whoever other seniors you have or or JAFT-eligible people you have, if they decide to stay, we'll give you that amount of money on top of the 11.7 or 11.8 or whatever it is. Uh, I think that would be a pretty fair resolution as well.
8: Oh, my gosh. We would – then we'd be – yeah, we'd be cooking with oil at that point. Um, You know, everybody would be happy. So um, that (laughs) – gosh – like you said, that would be uh, that would be icing on the cake. And to be honest with you, Chuck, like I I wasn't a hundred percent sure they'd do what they did. And if I was a betting man, and you and you you would have called me a week and a half ago and said, "What do you think?" I wouldn't have put money on on what they did. So we'll take what they what they gave us. And you know what? At the end of the day, from a roster management standpoint, where everyone's panicking, this is our job. This is what we do. We have to do it all the time. It's not like I mean, it's an impossible equation. To anyway, do every yeah. year, let alone this year, you know where you're going to land exactly on 11.7 and know exactly what's going to happen with Brad, with, the class, with your incoming class and juniors, That's an impossible puzzle to put together, so it's what we do. Uh, it's, it's not anything super overwhelming for laugh or Coach B or myself. Um, it's just what we do, and we'll figure it out, get to that 11.7 by the time school starts in, in August, and we're going to put out a really competitive team, I can promise you that.
3: Going to be a going to be a little bit of an advantage, though. You got to admit to the the Vanderbilts of the world, and you know that uh, can tack on extra scholarships. Uh, That's which I've never understood anyway.
8: Yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. The 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 thing that would really help uh, those schools that you mentioned would be if there were no draft. Um, Then you're talking about some some real uh, some real issues from that standpoint. Uh, just because of what they can do with their scholarship dollars. You're, you're exactly right.
3: So let's talk about uh a good friend of mine, retired dean of students, Sparky Reardon and, and Ole Miss, I'm sure, put out a video today. Uh, the love will never be gone. Did you see that? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I yes, think I, I started crying, Mike.
8: <laughs> Chuck, uh, in six years of coaching at Ole Miss, um, you know, obviously our, 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 Video and productions people have put out um, some remarkable content, and there is not a better video they put out um, than that one. Unbelievable! And, and to give you a little background on that, um, he wrote he wrote out that letter and and, and sent it. And uh, we got we were fortunate enough that our guys were still in town, and we had one last team meeting, and we put it in every single guy's locker. Oh wow! Uh, and so they got to read that letter that he wrote. And that's that isn't and so so your listeners know, that was an actual letter. Uh he he wrote that letter. That wasn't, hey, can you do a voiceover and we'll make up the words and we'll say that you wrote this letter. No. <laughs> Those were his words. They were from the heart. Um that was incredible. Absolutely incredible. I <laughs> saw it last night. Uh yeah. If if that doesn't bring a tear to the eye then you're not you're not all that close to our program. I got um, some text messages and, and, and some phone calls today from people that aren't even fans of Old Miss um, that said that was unbelievable.
3: It really was, really was. And hats off to Sparky for writing that. And the video team that we have at Old Miss, like you say, they're top-notch, and they did a tremendous job marrying those two. Mike, uh, let's, let's go on the field, 16-1, and one, obviously, season cut short. But the thing I think, and you and I have discussed this before on this show, that surprised me more than anything were the power numbers. 37 home runs in 17 games. That's more than two a game. Even with my stupid math.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah. Um, it was special, man. And, and Chuck, that's part of what makes it really tough. Part of what made that last that that last meeting that we had as a team um, – really hard on on us as a coaching staff was that we didn't have answers. Every other year, you get beat at the end of the year, and at the, at the end of the night, you can put your head on the pillow and be frustrated, but one of a is you to beat. And this year, um, we could, We didn't have any answers. And so that made it tough. And on the field, I think part of personally, obviously, uh, you know, I do the hitting, um, what made it tough was and, and you and I talked about it on the show, and Yancey, and uh, what made it tough was the question mark was the offense. And um, the way uh, the offense produced, hit the boom out of the park, and just provided that spark and that excitement um, for the for the start of our season was, was really fun and really
7: satisfying.
8: And all of a sudden, uh, we turned into obviously a very, very scary team because I think people knew what the pitching had a chance to be um they just didn't know what we had outside of Keenan and Servideo. um and shoot those guys showed them those those guys showed them what we had uh, there is a lot of uh, uh, pride uh, in, in in what those guys did uh, very very proud of those guys and um they'll continue to work and continue to get better and um you know fill fill those gaps that we really to fill in
3: it's it's rare that uh, one through nine you can go yard. But we, we had that situation, it seemed like. Yeah, uh,
8: yeah we did. We did. And it, it was really neat because if you can do that, you've got a chance to be really good. You And we did it a couple times this year, not swing the back great through the course of a game, and then all of a sudden you blink and somebody hits a three-run home run and all the rest of it is forgotten about. And we had that and, and, and could hit the ball out of the yard in today's day and age with baseball. Um, that's a really valuable thing to
3: have. Of these young guys, last question, Mike, and I appreciate you being on. Um, of these young guys from game one to game 17, who do you think improved the most and adjusted the best to college pitching?
8: Um, of the young guys, I, I think I knew what Chatney was going to do, and so I, I felt good with him. The guy that I think made the biggest leap forward through 17 games was Hayden Dunhurst. I think he's a guy that potentially could hit in the middle of our order next year, um, depending on if we lose Keenan Enscore. Video, um, you know, he started out I think was 0 for 10 in the in the in the Louisville series and just kind of took that slow climb up the mountain and, and, and really got a lot better. I think at the end of the year he ended up hitting 270 and hit five home runs and shoot, that's the guy that's hitting in the eight hole and. Um, I think from an offensive standpoint, he's the guy that just can come on and continue to get better. And I think there's a lot of guys that are in that boat, but he's probably the one that stands out when you ask the question.
3: Hey, Mike, thanks. Stay safe and uh, have a, have, just stay safe, okay? <laughs>
8: yes, sir. I appreciate it, Chuck. Thank you, buddy. And I want you to know we're praying for you guys to stay safe as well, and we're praying for a speedy recovery for David.
3: Thank you, buddy. We'll be right back after these important messages. From our wonderful sponsor on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight.
2: This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline.
3: All right, welcome back to Motors of Mississippi Railroad Hotline. We are now joined with Mr. Kermit Davis Jr. Kermit, how are you doing, brother? Everybody staying safe in your family?
7: Well, we are. You know what just happened? I'm sitting here with our golf coach. We're keeping our social distance about 10 feet apart, and as soon as my phone rang, I hooked about a pound and a half bass. I was reading it in, so I gave oh, it wow. to Chris. <laughs> yep, I'm Where are you little, fishing? I'm at a little lake and just got a making some recruiting calls, and so, yeah, just just enjoying it. We're all trying to find some different things to do, aren't we?
3: I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, I saw on Twitter where Miss Allie's doing a bunch of baking, and, and uh, you're not getting fat on us, are you?
7: Tell you what, I'm having to do some extra walking early in the morning and <laughs> trying to do some extra stuff, I'm telling you. So, you know how it is. it is? It's just crazy. Like right now, you know, we all are at home, and we all look forward to the meals. You know, what are you cooking yeah. for lunch? What are you cooking for, you know, to just kind of run in and kind of eat real quick. So, yeah, but Allie, Allie did a great, great job. I think Betty lets her do kind of one cake a week, and uh, she limits my slices for sure, Chuck.
3: <laughs> if you like me with my wife's pound cake, every time I walk by it, I take a little sliver off of it, and by the end of the night, I've eaten a quarter of it, you know.
7: <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I'm with you.
3: Hey, uh Kermit, I was just talking to Mike Clement about roster management and uh, I, I know every year, I, I don't know how you guys do it. I swear I don't. Uh, you know, you got so many scholarships to work with and, and kids are so volatile now as far as I might stay, I might leave, I don't, you know. How do you do it, brother?
7: You know, it's uh, it, it's no science to it. It's just that I think the best way to, to manage your roster is number one, you just got to try to have a, the, the best relationships you possibly can with the experience that a kid has on your campus. Number one, and then number two, you almost—I tell said you almost just have to recruit. Like you're going to get surprised maybe in a couple of spots. You don't want to, but if something just just hits you from left field, you know, and so. I think you've got to be able to try to always be prepared. And the one thing we've had this year is that our guys coming back are all excited. Uh, And I'm not saying you can't get surprised, but, I mean, they seem like they're in tune. They really have off to a good start a lot of their online classes. So I think the biggest thing is just kind of, you know, recruiting your guys that are on your campus and make sure they have a good experience. And, you know, and i tell you what, we have an advantage. I really believe this because I think, guys who come to this school really like going to school at Ole Miss.
3: Well, we know you can't talk about a recent commitment, a transfer student, but, you know, Ben, Garrett, and I were trying to put our heads together. What what are the numbers you're working with now?
7: Yeah, you know, we probably – we're going to look to try to sign one more in the okay. spring and, uh, uh, you know, so it could – you know, the very best player available. Uh, recruiting bigs, guards, you know, and just, you know, all of a sudden just a great, great one comes up, you know, just whatever position. And, uh, so, you know, we were excited obviously yesterday with the news. And, uh, but I, I just think that, yep, we're just, and again, it's really not involved any other junior college players. It's just really 20s and then just the, uh, the transfer market.
3: So, um, I don't even know if you want to delve into this, but I I, I just feel obligated to ask because there's, you know, a, a little question mark swirling around Devontae Shuler. Uh, you you anticipate him coming back?
7: A hundred percent. That's That okay. one I'd be shocked. Trust me, now we all get shocked in our business, but Devontae has been absolutely unbelievable. He, uh, he's doing as good as anybody on our team academically uh, with his online classes. He's uh, – He's just—he's done terrific there. Uh, he, he seems so excited about coming back for his senior year. He talks about, you know, being in a changing of a leadership role. You know, uh, he and KJ Blake and joined Joiner. So yeah, I couldn't be—I couldn't be more happy with with what Devontae is doing uh, right now.
3: Good, good, good to hear that. Let's talk about some of the guys that are going to be new faces to fans that don't go to practice or anything. Uh, and we have before a little bit, but the progress, the guys like the big, the one I want to know, because we need a big, is Sean Robinson. How's, how's he done?
7: Yeah, you know, he was making a lot of progress. And I was telling his high school coach today, I was talking to him for a long time. Sean probably, there's a lot of guys that needed you know, this March and April and part of May and, you know, in June of a really progressing and us working with him daily uh, and in individual skill development. So he's going to miss that. I mean, you know, he's our best shot blocker. He can really run. He can really catch, you know, he, I just think, you know, he's got to get back and work. And, you know, I talked to Sean today, you know, and just, you know, we can't monitor workouts, but you got to encourage him. He's got to just, you got to be creative and do body weight stuff. And we sent them these bands. we got a band workout that they can go through. And so yeah, I really had big hopes and still do, uh, you know, a lot of it's, you know, we need to get these guys back at some point. Hopefully it's, it's June, you know, maybe July, but I think the perfect world would love to get all these guys back in June. Absolutely.
3: And uh, Jarkel Joyner, you've mentioned him several times, uh, how he's molded into your roster and where you see him contributing.
7: Yeah. I mean, he, he's going to be, he's going to be a bear to beat out. That's for sure. I mean, he just, he just brings it at such a high level energy wise passion every day, uh, just works his tail off. I mean, he, He'll find every park, every driveway. You got a goal. You better bolt it up. You're gonna to try to shoot in it while he's here in the next two weeks. I promise. You, he just he can he can smell gems. He can just do it. He he's one of the most fun guys I've coached in a long time, and I think uh, Ole Miss fans are gonna love just watching him compete and play.
3: So, g- give us a little update on uh, Rodriguez's injury.
7: Yeah, you know he he came to back, and I went to his last doctor visit. Oh, probably a couple of weeks. He's back in LA. That was on his wrist, you know, and, uh, his foot is totally healed. It's all, it's, it's great. He's back in LA. And, uh, so now he's starting he's rehabbing his wrist. Uh, he's doing some running, uh, some different things that he can do with his off hands. And, uh, hopefully when, when we get back to school at one of those dates we talked about, you know, that he'll be, uh, ready to go.
3: And, uh, what contact, what uh, what have you said as far as tutoring or mentoring Matthew Murrell as far as getting him ready, what he needs to work on?
7: Yeah, you know, he, he's going to impact our team at a high level. There's no doubt about it. He's in Memphis. Obviously, he's back home. IMG is closed as well. You know, and uh, he's just, when you watch him, Chuck, it won't, won't take Ole Miss fans uh, very long when you just watch him. For five or six minutes, just his natural athletic ability. Uh, just, he's got a college made body right now, so athletic. Uh, he's got great work ethic, you know, and uh, he shot it for a great percentage. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be a really, really good player. And uh, I know he's eager to get here. You know, his main is going to be a date of June the 8th, because uh, that's when he was going to graduate a little bit later at IMG. So, uh, we can't wait to get him on campus.
3: Kermit, were you anticipating any uh, any eligibility relief from the NCAA in in basketball, and, and if so, how disappointed are you, or or did you not expect any?
7: You talking about for the winter sports, Chuck?
3: Yeah, for you know, just for since basketball did, really didn't get completed. Uh,
7: yeah, I mean, obviously we did, you know, and and we got beaten in a tournament. Obviously, although most people know that, and I, I I didn't think it would be. Winner just because we played nine everybody's played 95, 98% of their schedule. I hate it. Then, like, to so think about it last year that two years ago, TD wouldn't have gone into the AA tournament. tournament. Gotta be heartbroken for those guys, you know. But I just think it's just they've played such a big percentage of their games that I didn't think, I really didn't think that we would get relief for an extra year of that.
3: All right, last question. Surely you are out fishing Chris Malloy.
7: I don't know. I dang Malloy now. He went to school. I tell you what, he he kills turkeys. Obviously he's a hell of a, a golf coach. You know, we're gonna uh, be an NCAA tournament team. He just caught another bass. I just see him right there. He's reeled in a bass. He just looked back in the, in the lake. But uh, no, he he, he kills turkeys and he can shoot. He can fish and he's a good golfer. So I'm a little insecure around Malloy. I need to get him out to <laughs> the basketball court and play him horse. I know I can beat his tail and horse. That's one thing we hadn't tried yet.
3: <laughs> well get after it coach and thank you so much for your time and uh for the year and please you and your family and stay safe and tell Malloy the same thing okay
7: I'll do it Chuck stay safe and well howdy toddy
3: thank you buddy howdy toddy Kermit Davis Jr. men's basketball coach some interesting stuff there it says he's still got uh probably one more spot to work with and uh that means Somebody's gotta leave. So who's it gonna be? I don't know. And uh kind of uh, you know, the the Don- Devonte Shuler thing. There've been a lot of rumors going around that Devontae, you know, was considering uh bypassing his senior year. Uh, we never could get any confirmation, uh, but obviously uh he Kermit's very optimistic that Devontae Shuler's coming back and he will certainly be the leader of that team if he does, and we think he will. And and the Sean Robinson thing, uh, we've got to have some help inside. And this long guy, 6'10", 6'11", athletic, he says he catches well. He's the best shot blocker, which just means he's athletic, and got good timing, good, good hops. Uh, guy's got to come around got to get stronger he's got to come around we need him next year for sure let's go to the control room and and uh go with mr hayden king and the old miss sports news take it away rhino
5: it's time now for Ole miss sports news brought to you by rebel rags on jackson avenue oxford tell them about it molly
4: rebel rags anything everything Ole miss
5: What's up, Rebel Nation? Hayden King here with Ole Miss Sports News. Head coach Kermit Davis got some great news over the weekend. Grad transfer Domencio Vaughn, a guard from Ryder, committed to Ole Miss. Vaughn, who stands at 6'5", averaged 14.8 points and and six-and-a-half boards a game this past season, and he played high school basketball at Callaway. He chose the Rebs over Connecticut and Georgia, and he will be eligible to play immediately in the upcoming 2020-21 season. Off the court, Ole Miss Athletic Department announced the Fins Up Fund has been established in an effort to support student-athletes who are affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. According to a letter published by A.D. Keith Carter, money raised will go directly to assisting with medical bills and other necessary expenses resulting from an illness to either the student athlete or his or her family members. A great way to support our student athletes at this time. Meanwhile, we all wait for sports to return. The Southeastern Conference has extended its suspension of in-person activity until at least May 31st, but the NCAA has approved rule waivers that now allow four hours of film review. That's the latest for Ole Miss News. Back to you guys.
3: All right, thank you, Hayden. Uh, Hayden King standing in for Jack Schultz. Jack Schultz has been with us all through college. Uh, He was here when Stan Sandroni was still alive and been through with Yancey and I for the last few years. He's been in law school. He's about to graduate from law school in another month or so, and uh has taken a job. And so obviously next year when we come back in August, Jack Schultz will not be on uh, you know, on the show with us. But uh, he's done a tremendous job, and what a fine young man. And I know he is going to be a tremendous lawyer. He's as bright as, a, bright as he can be, sharp as a whip. And uh, I just want to thank him for everything he's done through the years. And uh, hopefully Hayden will take his spot next year. Rebel Flashback is brought to you by Rebel Equipment. Over 50 years of serving the Memphis area with all your equipment needs. Located at 4890 East Shelby Drive. You can rent, buy, or have repaired all of your equipment at Rebel Equipment. I have started doing a series in the old Miss Spirit called Where Are They Now? And have been able to take a look back at the careers so far. Of Mike Fitzsimmons, Willie Green, wide receiver Willie Green, who had a good NFL career, Stephen Head, the great baseball player from Ole Miss, Keith Forcade, 4K, John Forcade's younger brother, played linebacker here in Letters for four years, Nate Wayne, who played eight years in the NFL, Darren Musselwhite, the mayor of South Haven, who was a tremendous pitcher here, and the most recent glory days running back fullback Billy Ray Adams, who followed the footsteps of All-American Charlie Flowers with an All-American career of his own. Even though I've known all these guys for years, I don't think I ever really delved into their backgrounds or how they got to Ole Miss or what they did after they left Ole Miss. I didn't know that former wide receiver Willie Green is enrolled to earn a Ph.D. at Liberty University. Or Nate Wayne was retired in his 40s. Billy Ray Adams ended up selling commercial aviation insurance. Stephen Heads is a scout for the Dodgers and has been for five years. Keith 4K coaches eighth grade football on a volunteer basis. Mike Fitzsimmons was an eyelash from leaving Ole Miss and going to Temple due to the culture shock and difference from his hometown of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to Oxford. And while we close out Rebel Yo Hotline for the year prematurely due to the lack of Rebel sports and the pandemic, I'm going to try to continue to contact former Rebels to bring you their stories and let you know where they are now, what they're doing, how they're doing, and talk a little bit about, in the past, their careers and what took them where they got. And it's, it's been very interesting to me just to do it. And I hope you've enjoyed reading those, too, on the Old Miss Spirit uh, where are they now, and uh, hopefully have a lot more of those, particularly during this pandemic, while we're waiting on sports to return. Rebel Flashbacks brought to you by Rebel Equipment in Memphis, Tennessee, great sponsors of ours. And by the way, thank you for all of our sponsorships. If it wasn't for the advertisers, there would not be a Rebel Yo hotline. We wouldn't be in our, like, 25th year, I think. Of doing this show and uh, very much appreciative. And I hope all Rebels will frequent our advertisers' places of business once we get going back normally. A little bombshell in Mississippi today with uh, Vic Schaefer, the women's basketball coach at Mississippi State, leaving to go to Texas. That was a shocker to me. Uh, Left a lot of money (laughs) at Mississippi State, was paying him. Of course, Texas can pay whatever they want to. Uh, In fact, Texas bought out his buyout, I think, what I heard. Anyway, interesting to see who Mississippi State will get to take over that powerhouse program that Vic Schaefer built. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Railway Hotline. Hang tight.
2: is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline.
3: <laughs> what a great song. What a fitting song for our last bump there, Rhino. And thank you for everything you've done this year, buddy. Great job. Appreciate you being our producer. We'll be, let's see, uh, let's go to the control room with uh, Mr. Hayden King around the SEC. Take it away, Rhino.
5: It's time for this week's report from around the SEC, brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt, located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. Now look around the Southeastern Conference. While the sports world remains in a holding pattern during the COVID-19 pandemic, the SEC, which had originally suspended all in-person activity through April 15th, has extended that suspension to at least May 31st. However, the NCAA announced last week that student-athletes may participate in up to four hours of film review as long as it does not include physical activity. Possibly the biggest news story in the SEC this weekend came out of the women's basketball world. Mississippi State women's basketball coach Vic Schaefer accepted an offer to become the next head coach at Texas. Schaefer spent the last eight seasons in Starkville, leading the Lady Dogs to the national title game in both 2017 and 2018. He is third only behind Gino Urima and Kim Mulkey in winning percentage in postseason. Certainly a big loss for Mississippi State and the SEC women's basketball. Other notable news from the Southeastern Conference over the past week was Mike Leach, the new football coach at Mississippi State, landed himself in hot water for a controversial tweet. He removed the tweet and apologized saying he had, quote, no intention of offending anyone, end quote. Fabian Lovett, a redshirt sophomore from Olive Branch, has since entered the NCAA transfer portal in a response to the tweet. That's all I got tonight. I'm Hayden King. Back to you, Chuck.
3: Thank you, Hayden. Good job, buddy. Uh, had a com- conversation last week with Keith Carter and wrote a little short article about it. Um, he said that, uh, you know, I was kind of concerned about old Miss financially, you know, the athletic department. Got big payroll, you know, expenses keep going and not many resources coming in. Uh, but he said he's that the athletic department is fine through the fiscal year, which ends June the 30th. Uh, he said it's covered and he feels like all that he's talking to all the ADs. They are very optimistic that there's going to be some form of a football season. And that's where athletic departments get the bulk of their money. He said, it may be a shorter season. It may be a delayed season. Uh, it all depends on this pandemic, but, uh, there's a lot of optimism. There, there will be a season, and despite the fact that there's quite a few people, uh, reputable people, saying they don't expect for there to be a season. But anyway, Keith said, uh, athletic department is covered through June the 30th. Expense-wise, said after that might have to be some tough decisions made. But uh, he's he'll, he'll cross that bridge when he gets to it. There's a lot of planning and going on and organizing going on still from people's houses. Uh, not, you know, meeting, but uh, they, they'll get it worked out via Skype or Zoom or whatever. Again, this is the last show until August. Um, just no need to carry on through April and May, we don't think. Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. If you need a four-wheeler, or a side-by-side or a lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. The Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville The good, well in the last Three days we have gotten good news About our friend and colleague David Johnson That I said, er, like I said earlier Who continues to show baby step Improvement after getting a very bleak Prognosis last Friday Yes, I believe in miracles And I hope we're seeing one now with David He's still in critical condition But he's still fighting and I'm going to cling To that renewed hope and keep Praying, I hope you will all Do the same for him In this tough time in our nation, never forget. God is good. He will see us through this temporary setback. His will be done. Bad, according to all the experts, the next week or so is going to be the worst for the pandemic. I don't understand all the models and how those predictions are made, but it sounds pretty bad and something we as Americans and rebels need to brace for. Please do what the medical experts suggest for the time being, social distancing, good hygiene, staying as isolated as possible except for necessities. It's the only way we're going to get through this and, and curtail this rampant virus that's going through our society. This isn't ugly considering everything else going on, but for as long as I can remember, at least 50 years I would have been glued to my television set for the championship game of the final four tonight. Top five for me personally of sporting events each year, along with the masters, the egg bowl, any rebel bowl game and any rebel super regional in baseball. I'll certainly miss the NCAA championship game tonight, but hopefully I'll be around for it next year. Good, bad and ugly brought to you by our good friends at big Delta power sports in Batesville. Once again, Last Rebel Yell Hotline until August, and hopefully we'll be back then. Obviously, that's going to depend on how this pandemic all shakes out. And uh, special thanks to Yancey Porter, who's been our co-host all year. He's done a tremendous job, uh, good job tonight, talking about Fabian Lovett and Domencio Vaughn and uh, the virtual recruiting. Special thanks to Kermit Davis, Jr., uh, good news there on Devontae Shuler and a little bit of uh, news saying he's got one more spot to work with. Uh, again, Keith Carter said Ole Miss financially is good through June the 30th, the end of the fiscal year. With, uh, and it's expensive to run the athletic department. Anyway, please be safe, people. This is an important time in our history. We've never seen anything like this and uh, take care of yourselves, take care of your family, take care of your neighbors, and we'll get through this. Hotty Toddy, and God bless all of you. Until August, Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Hotline signing out.